see change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we got to do that to become better as a whole. All for one. And one for all. Good morning, Wolfpack. How the fuck are we doing? We all had a good weekend. Feeling better today. Got another sickness going through the damn house. These kids, all their freaking germs. Started with the eldest boy last week. Then it went to the girlfriend. Then it went to me. Now it's the little kid. Sucks. Feeling better today, though. Feeling a lot better. Uh, Feel motivated. Want to talk about this morning? A little funny thing that happened. The other day and, and yesterday. Fear of rejection. So, with anxiety, we all know how we can make up stories and make up scenarios and, and shit that in our head that is uh, actually a lot worse before we do something than it is when we actually finally do it. So the problem's not actually doing something. It's the problem. The real problem is trying to convince yourself to do that something. Did you catch that? The problem's not actually doing something. It's trying to talk yourself into doing something. So, remember if it was Saturday, maybe? Friday? I did an odd thing. Been, uh, everybody knows in the group that I'm a farmer. Try and want to be a farmer. And I'm a beekeeper. So I got honey, right? Been sitting on, uh, let's see, 20, 25 gallons worth of honey all winter. Haven't been selling it. Haven't really been messing with it. Just sitting there. Some money in a bucket. Literally. People pay good money for, for local raw honey. And because of all the benefits and everything, right? My bee mentor, the guy who showed me how to keep bees and stuff for the last few years, real good friend of mine, has proven to me and has shown me his books, his business, everything that goes with beekeeping. He showed me on paper, literally, how much he makes a year off of beekeeping. Now, guarantee he's been in this business for, I think, 10, 15 years. And 
he spent a lot of money and a lot of time trying to get to where he's at now. 10, 15 years. Only recently in the last three years maybe has he made as much money as he's making now and making more steadily in the last three years. One of the reasons why is because he finally retired and he turned around after retiring from a regular job he started pushing more of his honey and concentrating more on that and he's making pretty good money he's making pretty good money most uh most factory workers don't make as good as money in a year as he does on his on his honey I <laughs> ironically have been scared of the whole fear of rejection I guess of not of somebody of somebody telling me no and he, he, he goes to like gas stations he goes to little mom and pop stores he's in a few bigger stores grocery stores stuff like that where he sells his honey. I've went with him. I, he's shown me. He's, you know, I've listened to him talk to people about how to convince them to get him to sell his honey. And, you know, if you heard me before talk about, you know, it's not really ever been about the money for me. It's It's been more of the challenge. It's something to do. It's, uh, I like being told no. I like being, or not being told no, I like being told that I can't do something. Let me correct that. I like being told I can't do something. If somebody tells me that I can't do something, I, my brain legit goes, fuck you. I can do it. I'm going to prove you wrong. Found that out about myself. Known that about myself. So it's the more of the challenge of trying to prove somebody wrong, and it's more of the challenge of actually doing something that that I get the benefits from. Well, what was it, Friday? I said, Friday or Saturday? Just happened to be, or maybe it was Thursday. Yeah, maybe it was Thursday. Yeah, I think it was Thursday, actually. Because we hadn't picked up the kids yet for the weekend. So, Thursday. I've had a few good spots to be able to sit. Now, the difference between me and my bee mentor is that my bee mentor, he don't really like dealing with people. And he has a very good point. You know, if he puts it in stores, then a lot more people see his product. And a lot more people want to, you know, buy his product because he don't have to do as much work. All he just does is drive around a few days a week and resupplies the stores that he has his honey in. And 
you know, he collects money, and that's it. He splits some of that money with with uh, whatever store he's in. So he's not making the full amount of money that he's actually charging. The difference is with me is I can't, or I can't, yeah, I don't like, I don't like knowing that I'm giving somebody else part of my money that that I worked hard to freaking you know, with these bees to get. So he had told me one time, and I had had idea, had an idea right down my house. I live by a very uh, busy road, uh, State Route 47, I believe. I live. It's a pretty busy road. There's basically an empty parking lot in the middle of a field that some church has, and they're building a church there, but been doing it for like the last five years. Finally, they finally got the, the material to do it, right? So, and they're going to start doing it this year. Well, a couple years ago, he was, you know, I was like, man, I was like, it'd be a good idea, you know, just sit in that parking lot for a few hours and just see, you know, people stop to buy honey. Cuts out the middleman. Cuts out the, you know, so having to pay, you know, give part of your money to somebody else. He's like, no, no, that can't work. That can't work. You know, that ain't going to work. You know, blah, blah. Well, he also sells pumpkins. Lots of pumpkins. He sat out there one time with his pumpkins and put a little table up and started selling his honey. In the same spot I was, you know, thinking about doing, which me and him talked, you know, it was like, yeah, you know, I'm like, he, he was like, hey, do you mind if I try this? Blah, blah. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I'm not doing it yet. He ended up in a few hours making quite a bit of little money just off of his honey. So, why I haven't gone and done that yet, I don't know. I finally got a hold of the church parking lot people. They gave me permission to sit out there along with him. And... Well, I had a few other ideas. A couple other places to sit. But I've never gone in there and talked to them. Until Thursday. And it was the the fear of rejection that was more or less keeping me from going in and asking these people, Hey, do you mind if I sit in the parking lot with a little sign selling my honey? So I stopped at place number one on Thursday. And the guy in there is like, oh, you have to talk to the owner. You know, he'll be he's, he'll be back from Florida here in a couple days. Come in, you know, come back in a couple days. All right, great. Well, then. Uh, so that kind of, you know, wasn't so bad. Just go talk to the owner. It wasn't a straight no, but it wasn't so bad. Well. Yesterday, after dropping off the kids, I'm driving through Piqua, and I'm like, huh, you know, I spend an awful lot of time in Piqua, taking kids back and forth to school, you know, taking kids to baseball practices. I need to make up this money that I'm spending in friggin' gas to, uh, uh, I, yeah, I need to make up this money I'm spending in gas. How can I do that? Well, 
Ended up stopping at like three different places. Was in Pickwick. And they were very receptive. And um, both places, you know, one told me that, that I was like, hey, you know, these, uh, these people are the ones that own the parking lot. You have to go talk to them. And two, two of the uh, ladies that work there, they were like, oh, you sell natural honey? I'm like, yeah, we'd love to buy some. I was like, well, I, I got some right in the car. Well, they, they hesitated. They hesitated. They're like, oh, he, he was, they were basically like, oh shit, he's, he's serious. Like, so I went and talked to the other people and they told me like, hey, you know, yeah, you'll have to come back and speak to this person. And when you, uh, you know, I was like, well, how good of is a chance when I talk to this guy, it, you know, will he be okay with me, you know, selling honey? And they told me, it was like, well, he should be a lot, be okay with it. You know, they've let, you know, people like sell jams and other stuff out in the parking lot, you know. So, he should be okay with you doing it. I'm like, okay, cool, great. Got a little bit of leeway. Went back to the other ladies that uh, had said something. And I was like, hey, you know, I apologize. I wasn't really thinking about it. But, you know, was you guys serious about wanting honey? They're like, well, you know, how much is it? Told them the price, and I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, you know, well, we ain't got no cash. It was like, when's the next time you'll be back in town? And I was like, I, you know, I'll be back, you know, tomorrow or the day after. You know, I, I need to stop in and talk to the other guy. And she was like, okay. Well, so I went out to the car and I looked over my honey, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I grabbed a couple bottles of honey, went back in there, and I was like, here, this one's on me. You tell me if you like this. The phone number's on there. Here's a Facebook page that you can go to. If you like it, then you can, uh, uh, you know, just buy more off. So gave them two free bottles of honey, one at one apiece. As I'm walking out, these two ladies are talking about how well this honey looks, how fresh it looks. You know, uh, they already tasted it, saying they're in front of me, saying how you know how much it, you know how good it tastes, and this and that. And then one of these, like, I know a lot of people, you know, I'll put it up on my Facebook page and, you know, I'll tell people about that you got it and this and that, blah, blah. And it was great. I was like, all right, great. Well, I ended up stopping at a third place. So out of three different places on my way home, this third place was the only one to tell me no. Was the only one to say like, yeah, we can't allow that. We've, you know, we've allowed it in the past, you know, but, uh, we had too many complications, too many, you know, too much basically drama to go with it. We don't, we don't allow that anymore. I was like, okay, great. No big deal. Thank you. Appreciate it. So out of three places, only one told me no. And I've been sitting here for the last year scared. Terrified, anxiety, fucking story made up in my damn mind that has kept me from actually going in and talking to a few places just to be able to sit out in the parking lot with a little sign and sell my honey. Three different places, and only one told me no. And they were nice about it. They, they weren't dicks. I wasn't a dick about it. I didn't get my feelings hurt. I was like, okay, no problem. No big deal. The point is, how many times 
How many times have you stopped yourself from doing something you really want to do because of the fear? Because of the fictional movie that you've made up in your head that that just before you do something or the, just before you do something that you want to do or a job you want to you know, proceed to get or any just anything. How many times have you stopped yourself and not went and done it? I know I've done my, done it for a while. And after doing it, after actually getting in there and talking to a few people, actually getting rejected once, it ain't so damn bad. Worst thing you do is say no. Okay, all right. You may to tell me no, but there's somebody else that might might give me another might give me a yes. I'll find. I just need one place, one place to sit while I'm doing you know other stuff. Just to tell me yes, I can sit there. So out of three places, only one was to tell me no. Yeah, because there was a gas station I stopped in to see if it said too. Yeah, so that was the third place. My bad, I didn't say that part. Yeah, there was a gas station I stopped in too. They, they gave me the phone number and everything, got in contact and everything. Uh, I didn't want to call them on a Sunday, so I'm going to call them uh, today. So it's not always as bad as you think. And the worst thing somebody can do is just tell you no. Tell you no, you're not ready. Or no, you know we're not hiring. Or no, you know we're not allowed to do this. Tell you no. And it ain't so bad when you're being told no. You keep trying. You keep going. And eventually, hopefully, my idea will come along. And I'm going to be making some money off my hunt. With that, I'm going to get off here, you guys. Don't let fear hold you back. Don't let the fear of rejection or somebody telling you no stop you from getting what you want. You could be told no out of ten times, and if you stop that ninth time, how do you know that tenth time wasn't the one that you was actually going to tell you yes? How do you know that tenth time wasn't the one that was going to give you that break? But you'd have never known if you would have stopped at being told no nine times in a row. It sucks. But it's just a word. Somebody don't like your idea that somebody else might. Somebody else might. One job won't hire you, another job will. So I'm going to get off here. I hope you all have a great week. And always remember two things. Strong on what you think and not alone. Peace. When I was just a young buck, mama always told me, son, keep your head up. I started hustling in the street because I was fed up. At the age of 13, just trying to get my bread up. Didn't know my father, he was murdered in cold blood. That's why I have no remorse and never show no love. Hoping I piss you off, I really give two fucks. Burning my old bridges, trying to find me a new plug. And knowing that I needed to change, always taking from people who probably needed the same. But I was deep in the game and running deep with my gang. And if my pockets was low, then we was peeping your chain. Boy, gotta come up somehow. Instead of running these streets from sun up to sun down, I gotta change my mindset. It ain't no wondering why now that it wasn't my time yet. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'm gonna do whatever it takes to keep the devil.
to make a difference as an individual because we got to do that to become better as a whole all for one and one for all and why we gotta learn the hard way doing things that we know we ain't supposed to Push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back. 